What is up? It's Dakota Layden here from Destination Fear, and you are listening to the Paranomaly Zone. A ghostly apparition in the dark of night. Hey there, fellow zoners and paranormal ponderers. You are in the Paranomaly Zone, your weekly dose of all things, you guessed it, paranormal, strange, and mysterious. My name is Patrick Koffenberg, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host with the ghosts, the paranormal poster boy himself, the real reason people tune in to the Paranomaly Zone, everyone's <laughs> favorite, Mr. Mike Carbno. How you doing, my friend? It's, it's good to see you. <laughs> was that a was that a sarcastic yay or uh, no no uh, it was actually uh an anthony edwards imitation of uh what he when he stopped his girlfriend from playing the violin in uh revenge of the nerds he started clapping and said yay that's cut her right off <laughs> no no that wasn't anthony edwards that yeah. was no you're right that was anthony edwards yeah that was gilbert okay you are correct gilbert that's right that's yeah. right yeah he's the only one who goes yay yeah <laughs> sorry i was drawing a blank there that's one of my favorite movies yeah that's great. yeah, yeah that movies. scene it just always kills me just that little you know like three seconds of you know yay <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh classic 80s humor right yeah, absolutely uh, the 80s raunchy teen comedies i guess this would have been uh, early college year comedies but yeah revenge of the nerds <laughs> baby well it, it's it's good to see you mike and uh yeah. you know i i'm kind of serious when i say you are the reason people tune in to the paranomaly zone everyone I, I wants to hear what mike has to say yeah yeah oh yeah about my aching back and my my jobless life now. And no, no, nay, nay. I, I, disability. I, I, I was in a, in a, um, I was in a mood today, Mike. Mood. I was in a mood. And I was okay. like, you know what? I'm feeling pretty damn pissy. And I'm sorry for You're, popping my peas. You were pretty, you were feeling what? Pissy. I just popped okay, my pee again. Okay. I got it. <laughs> popped it horribly right there, but uh, I was going, you know what? I'm going to feel sorry for my dumbass. No one likes me on the podcast. <laughs> that people, can't be true. People are annoyed by my, I haven't said this for a while, Mike, my nasally <laughs> whiny voice. Yeah. Everyone is tuning in to listen to the bubbly man himself. The bubbly man. <laughs> the, the, the man of paranormal wisdom, the all-loving, yeah. all-caring, all-knowing <laughs> Mr. Mike Carbno. Yeah, I, I was pouting, but then I got out of it. Yeah, that's good. But not really. 
<laughs> shouldn't have been in there in the first place. Get the hell out. <laughs> I know. I kid. I jest. I kid. But yeah, thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you, Mike, for showing up. It is Friday. We uh, went a couple weeks without an episode, so I feel kind of... Yes, kinda, we did. Maybe that's what set me down the path of the downtrodden because I was uh, feeling bad about... You know, it's been a while since we had a new episode out. We made plans. We kept pushing it back. I kept pushing it back. We make more plans. Other stuff happens. And once you know it, it's been two weeks, but... Yeah, well, it's it will be back on track as of now. And you know what? Uh, what better episode to to leave it uh, on for for a brief hiatus for let you know to let the listeners simmer? But the uh, the Bigfoot Encounters episode two, the Roger Patterson Bob Gimlin story. I think that episode went uh, went uh, swell. It was a blast talking about one of our favorite topics for it sure. It was. Um, hopefully, I did not talk too much, and uh, everyone collectively rolls their eyes right now as I said that. <laughs> And Mike's just staring blankly at the screen going, Patrick, you're doing it again. <laughs> I'm just letting you go. What, what an episode we have today, though. Oh, I mean, man, this is this is going to be a blast. We have a very, very special guest joining us shortly. She's crazy. Uh, wacky, weird, wild, or you call her whatever you want. Only because she's related to Patrick. Right. <laughs> That's what no. I- uh, but uh, we're I hear tell she's got some great stories, though, and it's going to be an awesome thing. Well worth listening to. Yes. Um, uh, as I uh, briefly butchered on the prior episode, I absolutely destroyed one of her uh, <laughs> uh, examples of her weird, wild, wacky uh, paranormal experiences. And she will clarify. She will rectify. She will uh, correct my mistake um, yes. and eloquently uh, entertain us with... Uh, no joke, all uh, whimsical cheeriness and goofiness aside, my niece Chloe is going to be joining us. And Mike, dare I say, she's almost like you, it seems, you know, where yeah. she is apt to have ghostly, odd, anomalous, paranormal experiences. And she's mm-hmm. been going through this um, since she was a child. That's right. And it. We're going to dive into her stories. We're going to let her talk about them in detail. We're going to go back and forth. We're going to try and we're going to walk our way through these and talk our way through these and try and figure out what the hell's going on there. Um, she did send me an email, a, a very astute, a very uh, concise email, uh, briefly describing her, the stories she is going to share. And man, some of them, some of them are downright creepy. Some of them are bizarre. Some of them are weird. All of them are cool. And, uh, man, we can't wait to talk to Chloe. She's really excited. I can't wait for you to meet her, Mike. Um, yeah, she's uh, Mr. Show's daughter, one of his, like, 578 kids. And um, she'll be joining us shortly. Looking forward to that. I can't wait for your feedback, Mike. I want your organic yeah. response. You know, it's going to be pretty Sure. Cool. And, and I must say, in keeping with track with uh, other guests that we've had on of this ilk, she is a a a rather attractive lady hey hey now hey now you be respectful hey hey hey, i am totally respectful i'm kidding mike my gosh (laughs) well let's see here before we move on any further though um we want to start out this episode yeah i was gonna go down a really weird path when it comes to titling this episode (laughs) I <laughs> uh, changed my mind. I still think you should have done it because it was awesome. 
But I changed okay. my mind uh, yesterday. I sent Mike the the um, suggestion. I was gonna go with the title "Haunted Bloodlines," and um, <laughs> I was like, "Nah." Maybe, it's got a great ring to it, though. Maybe a wee bit too much. Maybe if like the late great Vincent Price could have like introduced a, a title like that. Oh, no, there you go. It would have worked. Um, but I thought maybe yep. you know people clicked on that that maybe they would uh, when they started listening to it they'd be like this isn't what I was expecting. So no, exactly. I just I went yeah. with the with the generic but to the point. Um, ghost stories two. <laughs> yes, <laughs> very. And there'll be a ghost stories three. Absolutely, there will be because we have another family member joining us shortly. Your niece, Rachel, she's yeah. going to be joining us uh, hopefully sooner rather than later. I did reach out to her, to her the other day. I got her email address, and so Good. we're going we're gonna to set up a date because, man, talk Good. about more weird, wild, wacky, paranormal she, stuff. Yeah. She has got some awesome stories as well, and uh, she can verify like our family history of oddness. Paranormal right. oddness. <laughs> well, I want to start this show, Micah. It is, it is, in a way, kind of plugging our uh, and promoting our Patreon page. But I really wanted to talk about this and hopefully encourage people to check it out. That video that I posted on our Patreon page recently—it still got me scratching my head. I, th- I, uh, I think it's safe to say that you're still scratching your head about what the hell was captured in your house. I am very much so. Yes. And what we're doing here is uh, starting, well, let's just do it right now. Starting now, actually starting about seven minutes ago. Oh, I was recording. (laughs) On video, I'm going to post this clip. Uh, We're sharing the screen. You can see um, our lovely faces right next to the um, shot that Mike filmed. Yep, there. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Uh, This will be available on Patreon as you watch us kind of talk through this. If you're watching this on Patreon, keep an eye on the lower left corner of Mike's television screen. The shot here, for those who aren't able to watch this, is Mike um, on his couch immediately after what you described, you thought you saw out of the corner of your eye, a shadow person Mm -hmm. to your left towards the kitchen, right? Absolutely. Um, Just beyond that uh, that, um, barn door, hanging, sliding door, whatever. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, this, the television is off. Mike pulled out like his his ghost app on his iPad and was filming with his cell phone. And I've mentioned this before. I, I think I mentioned this on the prior episode that Mike actually filmed this like almost a year ago. Yeah. And um, I just again around Christmas of yeah. the previous year, I can see some decorations there. <laughs> yeah. You you comment on the clip here though. You say like, don't mind the Christmas decorations. I haven't gotten around to taking them down because basically I'm crippled. <laughs> That's what yeah. you're saying. Oh, well, they're down um, now. <laughs> yeah. But again, this this goes to show you the benefits of just randomly going through all of your audio, video clips. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I found that awesome audio anomaly from the old It's Debbie clip that added to right. the press play EVP, added some validity to it. Now, this is just weird. Okay, Mike, let's just play it here. I believe it's like yeah, around, around the 55-second mark. I'll get back to their... Yeah, we'll start at 51 seconds. I have it on mute so you don't have to hear what's going on. You can hear us talking about it. But again, if you yeah, are I watching think I this. farted in there or something. He did. He belched. He no, farted. You heard, some, <laughs> you heard some unscrupulous like scratching noises. Who knows what was going on there? Yeah. Um, 
Uh, if you are watching, we encourage you guys to check this out. Uh, we'd love to see you on the Patreon page. Tons of cool content over there. Keep an eye on the lower left. Again, Mike just thought he saw a shadow person. Now on the lower left of the screen, not the glowy red orangish reflection. That's from your salt lamp. Not yes. that. It's directly below and to the right of it. I'm going to press play right now. <laughs> Shut up. I love it when you say that. I anyway, know you do. It gets into focus. There, see that right there. It is forming. It's moving and juts, juts. It shoots upward. Now it's only about like three or four seconds. Micah, is it difficult for you to see it? I know you've watched this on the Patreon page. But yeah, I'm trying to, you know, get the whole glimpse of it here. Yeah, because we're sharing the screen right now, and it's probably difficult for Mike. But I'll play it again. Right to the right and below the salt lamp yep. reflection. Right there. Mm -hmm. It's moving towards the right, and it's shaking, and zoom, it jumps off the screen. Yeah. It's not a flipping dust particle. No, I know. it. it it's, there's no way that it would be. Um, and Mike, when I first showed this to Bridget, I mentioned this before, she immediately said, that looks like arms. Yeah. Oh, you can see my shillelagh up above the book. Oh, the man, there. look at this little shillelagh. See my shillelagh. I'm going to play it one Any, more time here. Anyway, yeah. One more time here so we can get to we can get to Chloe. There it is. It's moving yep. to the right. It shimmers. It shakes. It shimmers. And then zoom, it jumps up. That's, I mean, first off, that's a yep. pretty intelligent dust particle. Well, that's a dust particle. It was really yeah. weird. And it, and was, it was too too big for it, too. Very, yes, exactly. I mm. I can't figure out for the life of me, Mike, a log, quote unquote logical explanation for what that could be. Um, are we going to, what's it going to take for us to go down the path of that is something paranormal that was caught on reflection on your television screen? Well, especially with, uh, I, I had just seen a shadow figure. Um, you know, it could have been in a spot moving again where I couldn't see it physically, but I, but the reflection did show up in the TV. And, you know, I, I asked you if, like, do you have windows directly in line of the reflection? Would it would have been picked up something off of that? And you said you immediately no. said, no, those aren't the windows. And even if they were just the color, it, it wouldn't make sense. Because exactly, it's not like you see the light coming through an open window. You know, you, you see the black screen and a light appear on it. You know, it's, and it moves and it's just, there's, it looks like two arms, and it's it's just odd. I want to say yeah. it's something out of the ordinary <laughs> at the very least. Right. I don't know. What do you well, think? You what, know, what do you I, think, Mike? What's it going to take? Are you going to go down that path? Are you going to say it's paranormal, or we just can't right now? Well, I just I no, I totally cannot one hundred percent equivocally say that it's paranormal, but I can lean towards that, and and I will be looking at this further. Please and, uh, do, please do. You know, maybe try to do some comparison uh, um, video and see what comes up and what might show up again. I don't know. Hey, that's a good idea. Um, that is a good idea because I'm 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 pretty sure that you you have the same layout there now. Yeah, maybe. there's a couple things that have moved a little bit, but it's all it's. Yeah, you know everything that's pertinent to the whole thing would be the same as it was back when this was taken. Uh, it looks like uh, 
according to your clock, unless your clock was wrong, the one above the TV, it looks like that was recorded at a quarter to five. Looks five, like it looks like, yeah. 4.45. So, um, yeah, maybe someday if you're there, you want to just kind of get in the general same area, start yep, recording same time. at yep. the same time. and. Yeah, since I haven't been working, that's my spot. So, you know, <sighs> got a, a uh, butt mold in the, <sighs> you know, formed into the seat. <laughs> do you need a shoulder to cry on mike it's always warm <laughs> are you are you okay are you good? i'm good i'm okay. good <laughs> I just, I just uh, have yeah to um I have to make sure yeah we both need to peruse this more yeah and again i you think know, there is something to it and you know it, it's this isn't merely a cheap patreon plug you know this is right. we are sincerely curious of what the hell this could be it's well I, I just don't know. I can't think of anything logical that could that could uh, write it off. I have one more thing to add to it. To me, adds credence because, okay, you know, I'm, I'm always working on uh, trying to be more sensitive and to be more, um, you know, feeling uh, uh, paranormal activity or, you know, the whole psychic thing. You know, we've talked about this for quite a while. Yes. So I think I may have mentioned this before. I don't know if it was on, on an episode or if it was just you, but... The last few weeks, maybe three or four weeks, when I'm sitting in the living room watching TV, I can, what I can only describe as feeling a presence. I mean, and it's so strong. It's like uh, you could be, um, you know, it's like if, say, like you and Bridget are home, you're, you're in one room and, well, you know, she's out in the kitchen or something or out in the living room and she's, you can, you can, you sense that because you know, she's there. Right. Well, I get the same feeling, the same strong sense um, when I'm home by myself. I mean, and it, it, it will all of a sudden hit me and it'll go away after maybe a couple of minutes or a few minutes. And this has been happening. Uh, I, I can't even count how many times it's happened over these last few weeks, but it's very strong. And I always get the feeling of the sense of out in that room in the dining room where I saw that shadow figure really when this was recorded. So, so you, lately you just, I've been really feeling a strong presence. Really? That's so, the only way I can put so it. So you just feel like you're not alone, that some, someone yeah. else is there. Exactly. And it comes and goes as they're there. And if they're not there, I don't feel it. It's like, you know, do your dogs, like when, do your dogs show any, reaction to anything at all or I mean, um no no okay. they haven't okay um but you know it's like when uh you know ghost hunting team goes into a house on on tv and you know the psychic that's with them they'll say oh i get a strong feeling of this presence you know it's the same thing okay it's not like an imaginary well you know seems like there might be somebody there no there i feel it there is something there it's just bizarre yeah yeah i so, i think we all know what you're talking about i mean yeah I've said this on the podcast probably a thousand times. With I had that really strong sensation, you know, years ago in the living room out there when yeah. you know everyone it's was like you know it. You just everyone know was in everyone was in bed. I was the only one up. I you know, I think I was watching a football game. Uh, maybe it wasn't that. It doesn't matter what I was watching. But I was just sitting in the recliner and I just turned around because I was certain that one of my kids was standing behind me. 
you know, right. I just, I just knew yeah, so it. So you know what I mean, yeah. Yeah. I remember you telling that. And then I turned around and, nope, no one there. I mean, it was a yep. strong sensation. I was like, what the yep. hell was that all about? So. And I know I'm home alone when this has happened. And, uh, you know, I'll look over there automatically. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, it's like, it's so strong. But you've also seen, you've seen like shadowy stuff from that kitchen before too, not just in this clip, you know, well, not right. you saw it in the clip, but well, you know, right before that. Mary and I had both seen something at the same time. I was out in the kitchen and she was out here. And then when I came back out in the living room and I had mentioned something about it, and then it's like we confirmed with each other that, yeah, we saw the same thing. That's right. And didn't you also say yeah. you saw something in that general area when you were out on the deck grilling? Was that how that would you remember that? You were looking at grilling. Yeah, you were on the deck grilling, looking into the house, and you thought that you had saw something in the in like the kitchen area. I could be totally screwing up your memory right there, but I that's what I recall. I'll have to think about that because I can't remember something like that. Well, maybe because if I was out drilling, the only thing I'd be able to see in uh, well, well, it would be that large window that looks right into the yeah dining room there. Yeah, maybe it was a living room. Hmm. I don't recall Excel my, myself, though. Maybe I'll edit that whole part out right there. <laughs> nah, no. I'll have to think about it. Well, I Mike, usually... um, let's get going here. Let's bring in Chloe. Uh, I can't wait for her to share yeah. her stories. Uh, this will be a blast. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I hope you guys stick around for this uh, entire episode. It is more than worth it. Uh, just judging by the email that she sent me, it, these are some pretty yeah, weird, bizarre uh, experiences and uh, definitely worth listening to uh, again we'd love to see you guys check out patreon we want to hear your feedback as to what possibly chloe could be uh, going through there yeah yeah it's going to be good well uh mike let's take a time traveling excursion it's been a hell of a long time since we've done that and when we return my lovely talented witty beautiful niece chloe will be joining us and regaling us with some creepy ghostly tales hold on boys and girls don't go anywhere. We're ghosts. So here we are. We are joined by my not only talented, not only intelligent, not only witty, but beautiful and just super cool all around. My awesome niece, Chloe. Good to see you, Chloe. Thank you so much for joining us. Mike, meet Chloe. Chloe, meet Mike. Yes. Hi. Hello. I'm so scared still. Oh goodness! Don't. What be are you scared. afraid of? What are you afraid of? I that that I'm gonna forget English <laughs> and how to speak. Well, do you speak any other languages that we can maybe translate? We could try and figure not, something out for you. No, not currently. What? No well, German or anything? Nothing like that. German only year one German. Oh yeah. So I can tell you. I can tell you my name <laughs> and ask you yours. <laughs> You know, um, Chloe, in, in case, you know, you do have a brain malfunction, you know, I still have your, your email and I can peruse yes. the, the stories that you, you sent. You're very well written, by the way. It's funny, Mike, she prefaced her email to me saying like, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it comes across just great. And um, I also want to clarify that my worry was correct. I worried that I butchered. The example I attempted to share on the last episode, Chloe just clarified that yeah. I did uh, absolutely ruin the story. So she's here to clear all that up. But uh, this is going to be good. I can't wait for Mike to hear. Yeah, I can't wait. Now, um, before, you know, Chloe, feel free to chime in too. Mike, do you feel uh, that 
there is such a thing as like inherited, uh, like an inherited apt to experience. Exp- Absolutely, the paranormal. I, there's no in my mind. There's no question about that. I think, and I'm sure we've talked about it before, but I think about my own family and the generations back of things like that. Um, yeah, absolutely. I wonder why that is. That's uh, just, yeah. That's crazy. I, I was going to agree with that. And I, I'm sorry if you hear a crying boy in the background <laughs> no, that's trying just... to get into the room. Tell Riley to be quiet. Yeah, it's Riley. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, I agree with that. Um, because I think that you have the potential to experience things in like any place. There are just certain places that you're more likely to and certain people who are more likely to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like more sensitive for whatever reason. You know, that's yeah, more sensitive and also being fully open to it. Yeah, now, you know, for, yeah. for Star Wars fans out there, I'm going to get extra geeky here because it's it's kind of like Mike. You might not know what I'm talking about. Chloe, I believe you might. It's kind of like the, the midichlorian count that is found in those who are force sensitives, you know? And Chloe's shaking her head. I don't know what the hell you're talking no, about. <laughs> no, I do. Well, it's, it, it, was a big, it was a big to-do in the prequels where a lot of the fans got mad at George because thought, they thought he was making the force less mystical and making it more like practical because people, mm. li- people like... Anakin Skywalker, who eventually turned into Darth, obviously, and Darth Vader and, and Yoda, they have they have higher what was called midichlorian counts. And it's like stuff that was in their blood cells that made them more force sensitive and more capable of experiencing things oh, through the force. Hmm. So I'm like, hmm, as far as the paranormal goes, I'm not sure if there's any sort of thing flowing through Mike's blood that makes him uh, more likely to see a ghost as opposed to me. You know, so it's what what is it? You know, is it just all in your mind type thing? Hmm. Great feedback, Mike. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, explain to me then exactly, you know, how you feel about it. Do you, you know, you know, what what is in your mind about how this works and the answer to that question? I mean, you know, I put out what I was thinking. Um, yeah. Let's kind of meld it together here and figure it out. I think it is. It has more to do with, um, you know, for lack of a better term, the mind. You know, I don't think it's anything physical. Obviously, to me, that seems kind of, kind of silly. You know, kind of <laughs> AKA metachlorian count and stuff. I, I, we've talked about it a billion times on the podcast, Mike. Maybe I'm. I, I think too hard, and I'm trying too hard to experience the paranormal, and by doing so. I'm kind of blocking myself off from it. I think so, and you're not letting it happen. Um, yeah. You know, just, you know, that as soon as you have an experience that I would, you know, take as as a uh, some evidence, um, you're very quick to say, or it could have been this, you know, I mean, and then it's gone. That's that little bit that you need. And then, you know, it's it, it's maybe that you're not quite open enough to it. Yeah. You know, that open part is is huge. I mean, you have to have some thought of believing in this stuff. Oh, I know uh, what you do, you I know, do. but you know, you know, um, and that's, it's, it's a great point. And I, I'm, uh, Chloe, we're going to dive into all your stories here, uh, briefly. I'm, I'm going to ramble on for about a second here because, um, there was, uh, uh, well, there was earlier today, there was actually a coworker came up to me, I, you know, and he's like going, you like, do like, like paranormal stuff. You like, 
you guys like talk to ghosts? I'm like, what? What? <laughs> uh, well, no, we don't talk to ghosts, you know, and stuff. But long story short, I found I found out that he was really interested in it, and he was like, yeah, I, tr- I was listening to like an episode the other day, and I had to shut it off. I got creeped out. I'm like, what? Really? <laughs> and I was, and I started thinking about. It. I was like, man, that is so cool. Because yeah. I wish I could still get that freaked out feeling. Does that make sense? I mean, it's like I, I want to be creeped out by the ghostly stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm super excited when Mike and I, we go to the Sally house. I'm super excited. But I never felt like the creepy, like, ooh, what, what's here? I'm thinking it might be different at the Villisca house. Well, it but, will be. I really believe it will be. But, uh, you know, uh, going backwards again. I'm thinking that adds to my blocking. I'm not trying, I'm not consciously trying to block stuff out. I want to experience it, but it's just not there. Yes, Chloe, you're raising your hand, sweetie. (laughs) Do you need to go to the bathroom? No, I don't. It it just reminds me of like, kind of like sports psychologists. Like the players think that they've reached their peak level of like physical fitness or athleticism, but like the sports psychologist will help them like, hurdle over that mental block and so it's kind of just like a mental block that you may think you're performing your best or you're the mm. most receptive but you're not that's a great point mm, yeah now chloe when you when you experience these things is your gut instinct to logically explain them away or are you like oh like does it automatically hit you as something that is paranormal or do you try and like figure it out otherwise yeah, so I think I it can be like a fault for mine that immediately I'm like, oh my gosh, that was something. I might be too jumping into it because then I have to go say it out loud to somebody and then realize, oh, maybe that was nothing. Yeah, I <laughs> like gotcha. just the other day by the wood stove, um, this one metal post that has a square bottom fell over and it hit me and I ran downstairs and I told Riley and I was like, this thing just fell over and it hit me. And he goes, yeah, it falls over all the time. It's like a bevel on the bottom. Like it's, <laughs> it doesn't stand up straight. So I was like, okay. Okay. I, got, I get ghost. too excited. It's not a ghost. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But when I do say it out loud and I don't find that like logic behind it, then I'm like, yeah, nope. That's what it was. It was something else. Now, Chloe, like getting back to the email you sent me, you sent such great examples. Um, you even labeled them, which is awesome. Hey, no, I gave them names. <laughs> you did. Um, you know, it was a the the email was titled uh, "A Few Uncertain Encounters," and some of the titles include "Itsy Bitsy Spider," "Mimicking," "Sleep Paralysis," and "Beckoning." Um, let's start. Let's just go in order here. Now, I will let you correctly um, tell the stories. <laughs> I won't be butchering them anymore. And then, um, Mike, I can't wait to hear your feedback. But yeah. let's, let's start with the, with the itsy bitsy spider experience. Okay. Yeah, this is, this so, is bizarre stuff. I'm sitting right now in uh, my oldest boy, Oliver. And I say oldest, but he's two and a half. Yeah. Um, in his bedroom. <laughs> and this bedroom... Uh, was my sister and I, we shared this bedroom when we uh, first moved into the house and we were little because I bought this house from my parents. And um, she would always uh, complain that stuff would go on and then we would, other things would happen and blah, blah, blah. So I was sitting in on Oliver's bed with him and I was reading him a book 
And Riley, my husband, came walking up the stairs, walked into the bedroom and said, why are you singing the Itsy Bitsy Spider? And I looked at him, I rolled my eyes and said, I'm, I was not singing the Itsy Bitsy Spider. I know you're trying to mess with us because he tries to scare us. And he's like, no, I'm being serious. We, I heard you singing the Itsy Bitsy Spider. And from there, I dropped it until two nights or maybe even longer after that, we were having dinner at my parents' house. And it was all of us, my sister and her boyfriend, and then my parents. And I was telling that story, saying, oh, Riley heard me singing the Itsy Bitsy Spider. Or he says he did, but I wasn't. And my mom comes sprinting into the kitchen, and she goes, oh, my gosh, the doll, the doll. And my sister and I look at each other, and I swear we both, like, peed ourselves at the same time <laughs> and said, the doll from when we were little. And it just triggered a memory of, we were both terrified of this doll and had a hard time sleeping. And we would tell our mom that it would sing the itsy bitsy spider. And this doll did not have batteries in it, let alone the ability to sing. And it was always perched up on a shelf that's still there that I'm looking at right now. And we were just so petrified because in the middle of the night, we would hear the itsy bitsy spider song. And my mom's solution was to toss the doll under the basement stairs, and I don't know what happened to it after that. Oh, I was going to ask you, don't what what happened to yeah. the doll? Where's the doll? I have no idea. And I was trying to think about it because we packed up all those stuffed animals, and I don't recall like what happened to the doll. And I don't know if my mom knows either. Oh, it's it has slipped through that thin veil that is yeah. in your house, and it's just waiting to come back through one of these yeah. days. You're going to be all of a sudden in that room. You, that doll is going to be there. Yeah. Or like, Wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm kidding. I'm sure it won't. No, but. he's not kidding. It, it's going to be there. <laughs> it's going to wake up on top of your it's face. It's going to be on my bed. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I, wish had it, face. I, would, I wish you still had it. I would. I wish you still had it. I would offer to buy it from you. Yeah. No, Chloe, I don't you know, know what happened to it. I know that your, your, your mom and your dad... The last time I visited, when we went to the school, you know, the school, as long-time listeners know, dingy-ding, dingy-ding, they know what I'm talking about. Uh, there was a room upstairs that had a bunch of old, like, stuffed animals or toys or something from your, not all of it, but a lot of them were from your house, like your dad and mom's oh, house. Oh, yeah. Would that doll happen to be sitting there in the school? I, I think that that is a possibility because I, you, as you know, you're familiar with my father. He does not throw things away. <laughs> He's not a hoarder, well, but toys, yeah. he would just keep them all stuffed animals. He kept them all. So I can see it having made its way to the school. Now that's interesting. Wow. That's intriguing. Maybe that's adding a little bit of mystique to the, uh, the school experiences going on there as well. But, uh, now that th this doll, this doll thing. So what? When you're when you think about it, Chloe, do you think that this is something to do with the room itself, or like just the doll? Um, I think it's the room. Okay, the room that you're I, in right now. Yeah, I think it's the room because. Uh, after that, it was my room for a while, and I continued to have experiences. After that, it was my sister's until she graduated and she had a bunch of weird stuff happen to her, like up until like when she was a teenager. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think it's something about the room. It's hard to explain that. I don't think the house is haunted. Mm -hmm. Like, I wouldn't say this house is haunted, but there are things that happen. Like, it's weird. 
to describe. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's. I oh, I'm trying to wrap my mind around it. And do uh, do do things happen in uh in many other parts of the house, or is it mainly concentrated in a certain area? It the most things have been in this room, but other stories like that I sent in that email like take place in other places of the house. Yes, exactly. Um, I'm going to get back well, to kind Seth of. Now. Kind of? They involve a person who was in the room at the time, like the mimicking one. Aha. Uh-huh. Do you want to go forward? That is actually, that's number I two. I do. That's number two. Before we go to mimicking real quick, though, um, can you describe to Mike, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I, my memory isn't slaughtering this you know, <laughs> either. Didn't you say that you thought you saw something in this allegedly haunted school? I mean, not haunted, but some weird stuff's going on there. Didn't you think you saw something when no one was in that school? Yeah, so that was a recent one where I thought I saw someone. And then there was one from many years ago where I heard something. And you were in, and you had to go to the school. When, I mean, this was like after hours. You had to go back to get something. Yes, both times it was I used keys to get into the school. Right, right. And like got myself into the school. I was allowed. Let's. Yeah, not, yeah. I was not breaking into the school. Right. <laughs> um, and so the most recent one was I was walking out of my mom's room where you guys hear, hear the chairs moving. Mm-hmm. And I looked down the very long hallway because it's a big rectangle school. So it went all the way down to the other end. You could see out the doors. And I saw a very small looking figure with it. It, it looked like it. Uh, it looked like a peewee kid with football pads on. Oh, that's right. I remember you said that. Look, a yeah. peewee kid with. It football looked pads. like a kid with like a small head and gigantic shoulders. So it looked like a peewee wow. kid who was playing football. Um, and I, it was, it was horrible looking. So, but, <laughs> but this, just, just devil's advocate here. Obviously, you, you know, you said you could see all the way down to the doors on the other end. Um, you are these glass doors. It wasn't someone on the outside of the of the doors. Yeah. It's, it's no, because that goes to the playground and the playground is fenced in. Okay. And so technically there's not supposed to be anyone. Um, but like, I don't, it could have, who knows there, maybe there was like a trash can and I invented the head. <laughs> I don't know, but that, cause I, it, it's so distinct looking that it was a, a figure cause it had arms and legs and it just looked like big football pads in a tiny head. Yeah, that that's what I'm saying. Like, like you guys have like to convince me that a... I'm not crazy. No, yeah, well, <laughs> good luck with that one, right, Mike? <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. So, how how tall would you say it was? Was it like two feet, three feet, or mm-hmm. just approximation? I would say between three and a half and like four. Okay. And how far away was it from you again? Guess, guessing it was yeah. it was a long ways it was down to almost the very end and i don't know how the length i don't know what the length of the school is okay yeah hmm. that's another thing i remember talking about that with your dad i mentioned this to mike too I'd, I'd be really interested to look into like the history of the the babbitt school there i don't yeah, think, i don't definitely. believe it's that old i mean it's no it's like, I mean, again, just because something's old doesn't mean it's haunted or anything like that. I mean, we all under, understand that. But uh, I'm looking forward. I'll be up there in a couple of weeks, though. So uh, we're going to be checking out that yeah. school again. 
And we're going to mm. face FaceTime with Mike, and I, I won't be an idiot and hold the microphone right up to the phone next time. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and all yeah. you hear is a garbled electronic mess of Mike trying to pop through. But, uh. Yeah. All right, Chloe, let's move on to the mimicking. Yeah, this one's gross. <laughs> um, so uh, I was laying in my bed. My bed is at our room is at the very end of the steps so that like I can hear if little kids try to leave or if murderers are coming up the stairs. Um, and <laughs> I woke up and I, Mike, I don't know if you've ever seen Bruce almighty when oh, yeah. a few times, the scene, yeah, the scene where he can hear all the prayers in the restaurant mm-hmm. and it's yep. so loud. So I woke up and that's like, what was all around me was just oh, these conversations and this sound. And it just made me super hot. And I got super freaked out. I sat straight up and it was still happening and i was like i am fully awake this is i'm not dreaming right now and then i stood up and it all stopped and that's when i heard from downstairs somewhere on the main floor um oliver so my oldest son saying mommy 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 and i walked and i had the worst feeling in my chest and I walked into the hallway and I could hear it because I that now I'm right at the top of the steps. Just mommy, daddy, mommy, like clear. And I said, no, nope. your son's voice. And it was it was Oliver's voice. Yeah. And I I said, nope, nope. I this no, this is not right. And I walked to his bedroom and I his door isn't isn't shut fully so i just put my hand on it and opened it and he was sleeping in his bed and as i'm staring at him in his bedroom i from the bottom of the steps can hear mommy mommy and then i walked and i turned the light on in the hallway and i went back to my bed and it stopped and i didn't hear it again hmm. wow so what the hell is that all about? <laughs> wow. It, is it like, uh, Chloe, do you I, have think, any... I think you're losing your mind, Chloe. I'm kidding. I'm I kidding. No, I'm not to I'm... hear that. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> oh, just putting you at ease a little bit here. But that's not the first time that any like mimicking sort of experience has happened to myself or Riley for that matter. matter. Like we, that's happened to us. And that's why I feel like that might not be related to the house. That might be related to us. But well, I don't it, know. It's, do you, it's you know, it depends on if do you consider that, uh, or do you have any kind of poltergeist activity at all? You know, that this could kind of tie into, like, uh, you know, um, hmm. you're shaking your head. No, no. yeah, yeah, no. like, does that mean like things moving? Uh, yeah, like little or knocking, pr- cranky type things yeah, and knocking no. and things moving. Yeah, oh, well, just running. We'll be, everyone will be downstairs, including uh, like all the humans and the dogs. And you will hear running. Oh, really? Down the hallway. Yeah. And mostly from this bedroom. It will sound like someone's like whipping really? circles around the bell. You left yeah. that out of your email. That's kind of cool. Oh, well, that yeah. happens. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by yeah. the way, we just hear, you know, footsteps above us. And, and I wasn't. I'm not the one who heard that initially. That was Riley's the first person who would hear that. 
And he just said, I'm so annoyed of hearing running when no one's up there. That's all <laughs> oh, that he said. Oh, wow. <laughs> and you're it, not scared. That's cool, though, Chloe. Think about that. And it kind of yeah. seems like it's basically in the, the same room as well. Something's going on yeah. in this room. Now, at the beginning of your mimicking uh, segment, you also included the story of when you were around 12 oh, yeah. that involved mm-hmm. uh, uh, your brother Lane. Yeah, that one's still... So that whole experience that I just said, just I will still randomly, it'll pop into my head and I'll still feel that same like horrified feeling that I felt. Yeah. And I get that same feeling from when I think about uh, what happened with Lane. Lane was very little. He's the my younger brother who's right below me. Yep. Um, I don't remember how old he would have been. You say like five or six at this three, time. Five or six. Yeah. Yep. So. I don't know where everyone else was. All I know is where my mom and Lane were when the story happened. I was walking down the stairs and at the time my mom had an office on the main floor and we have since taken that whole wall out. Um, so it's no longer there, but that office, there was also a little day bed in there and Lane would lay in there and watch shows when he was little. And from there I heard him, like he said my name. And then I stopped because I got that same, like, why do I feel weird about this Mm -hmm. feeling? And he did it again. And I was like, said what? And, or I said his, his, no, maybe I didn't say what yet, but, um, or I think I did say what now I, sorry, I I forget English, (laughs) but I heard, I heard him and my mom talking to each other from the basement So then I knew, I was like, that is not, and it was as I was about to go open the door to go look in there, I hear him talking to my mom in the basement. So then I shouted down there to them and said, and called for Lane and he comes running up the steps and turns the basement corner and looks up at me and he goes like, what do you want? Yeah. I was like, oh, nothing to leave this place. That's (laughs) what I want. (laughs) And that was the very first time that it happened to me. Yeah, that's, you know, according to what you wrote here and what you just said, obviously, you know, the door was partially closed. I'm quoting you now, reading what you yeah. wrote. Only opened by a small crack. The lights were off. And I replied by saying, what lane? And heard my name again. And as you just said, I was walking towards the office to open it when I heard Lane talking to my mom in the basement. Yeah. Once again, I heard my name coming from the office. Although Lane was downstairs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What the hell is going like, on there again? I think, and it's it's that Ooh. moment of hearing something and being so close to something and knowing that it's not real is like, I think where I get that horrible feeling from that will just like randomly it'll come back and it'll like punch yeah, me right in the I chest. Mean, I, like you said, you know, just by titling it mimicking, that's what I keep thinking of. I don't know if I, because you know, the power of suggestion, but that makes sense to me. It's like something is in there, you know, it's kind of playing with you guys a little bit, you know, having fun and throwing its voice, I guess, you know? Well, and like, since we've like, since I've gotten older and at our, the house Riley and I first moved to, we would always hear each other calling our, our names. Like I would hear him calling Chloe and he would hear me calling for him. And it would usually be coming from, whatever level of the house we weren't on. So if 
I was in the basement, I would hear it from upstairs. And if, or if I was upstairs, I would hear it from the basement. Um, but I had read once I became a teenager and was looking into like mimicking that you're not supposed to reply. Mm. And so I've always been freaked out that since I replied to it that very first time mm. that like I messed things up for the rest of my life. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I, I think you're good. <laughs> okay, good. You know, you know, a weird thought that just popped into my brain. Um, now, what do you think about this, Mike and, and Chloe? Uh, what what of the possibility that you're you're you are hearing Riley's actual voice? He is hearing your actual voice, but it's like from different parts of other dimensions you know kind of like you got there's like some little well dare i say portal in that house that maybe is sharing some of those memories that thought came up into my head to a portal type thing but um dimensions or maybe a slip in time possibly you know does that kind of creepy out chloe or is that kind of a glitch in the matrix glitch in the matrix there you go That doesn't because that's always been my theory for sleep paralysis and Mm. that when you are like in the midst of sleep paralysis, you're it's because you or whatever you're being inside of you, whatever you want to call it, like your soul or whatever, has touching too close to the different dimensions. And so you're experiencing yourself from these different like times or these different uh, dimensions, I think is the best way to put it. Yeah. And this house is where I experienced my first sleep paralysis. And um, later in my life, it would just get worse and worse and worse. And it would, they were just horrible. And I would experience like five different selves at the same time. And I was just, because of how real it felt, convinced that they were all me, but at, in different dimensions, like different realities of myself. Wow, that's awesome. You should write a book. <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? That'd be great. Or, you know, submit your stories to, you know, submit your stories to some, you know, authors of the paranormal, at least, you know, to get your stories. It would be like 8,000 pages long because I cannot (laughs) summarize anything. Oh, come on. These are great. You, you summarize these perfect. Again, Mike, this is what she wrote on her first, (laughs) her first line in email. (laughs) So I am unsure how to write this without it being a novel because there's a lot and I cannot summarize well. Well, you did just fine. (laughs) No, that's, no, it's great. Yeah, the one the in your your uh, story here about the sleep paralysis. I don't like hearing that you're having you know experiences where you could hear something breathing and shuffling steps across yeah. the carpet in your room. And those I mean, were the first ones. That was the first one. Yeah, and those were like that's nothing. Like I would oh. rather have that than what happens now. <laughs> oh, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's cool when you talk about it after it happens, but not while it's happening. Yeah. No, <laughs> so when yeah, it first I happened, getcha. was in this in this room, and at the time, it was the first and only time where I've experienced sleep paralysis, and my eyes have been able to open. Mm. Uh, that's never happened since then, and that's when I would hear the shuffling across the carpet and breathing in my ear, um, and. Like, as anyone says, it feels like 20, 30 minutes when really it might only be a minute. I have no right. idea. And then I was able to shoot up and run into the bathroom and panic. And then I just got up and I walked back to my bed and I turned the TV on and slept with the TV on. Yeah. And I would have changed then, my sheets first. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Since, since then, and I, I don't know why I didn't wake my parents up, but 
I just don't want to be a little baby. Uh, your dad, your dad would have <laughs> ran and hid. <laughs> yeah, he would have peed himself. He would have had to change his shoes. No, since then, each, not each time, but each, however so many times that it, I would experience it, it more and more realities would like be trapped with me. So the worst one was when I was living next door at my brother's older brother's house. Mm-hmm. And um it it this isn't related to this like house. So is it okay if I tell this? Oh, of course it is. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So I woke up, I'm using air quotes, and all of the rest of the time for when I had sleep paralysis, my eyes would be closed. I couldn't open my eyes. And I remember first I was patting Riley on the chest and saying, Riley, Riley, wake up, wake up. And I was shaking him. And then, and that's my one reality that's going on this entire time is my arm patting him on the chest and telling him to wake up. Then the second reality is of him jumping out of bed, turning the light on and screaming that we have to leave. Whoa. And so all of this keeps repeating and it just keeps happening and happening. And then there's this other one where I have hands like touch, like pushing on my face, like one hand on each side of my face and just breathing into my face. Oh my God. And it's really, really hot. And, and I remember like, just like wriggling. I could feel myself wriggling, like trying to get out of it. And then the next reality that comes in is um, really cold, clammy, like scaly hands grabbing my ankles and yanking me out of the door and down the steps. Good and I can Lord. feel all of this happening. I know. <laughs> That's why I said you guys have to tell me I'm not crazy. And <laughs> Well, we can tell I, you all, you, we, we, all we want. I don't know if it's going to convince you. Yeah. <laughs> and the final one is someone stomp, like walking, stomping up the steps into the room and stopping at the end of the bed and for some reason that's the worst one like that one scared me the most is the person coming up the steps and stopping like not yanking me out of the bed like Mm -hmm. that it was that person or the hands on my face breathing in my face it was whatever was stopped right at the end of the bed but all of these are happening at the same time yet i'm experiencing them all so individually and it's so, so, so long. And when I finally could wake up, I would like forget that, oh, yeah, like none of that was actually happening to me because I would convince myself each single one of those was real. And then I would get so confused as to what was really the actual real one yeah. that I would forget like the which reality was supposed to be my original one. Good. Because they Goodness. all because I believe like they all are actually my reality but just not specifically my physical body, other bodies. Now, when you snap out of these, Chloe, I mean, are you able to like kind of calm yourself fairly quickly? Are you okay? Or does it take you a while to like kind of settle? No, I'm like a mess for like, like multiple days. Like it freaks me out. And, but it hasn't happened for like, it has not happened since my kids have been born. Well, that's good. So I'm very, very thankful. So that's been like three years of not having it. Okay. 
And um, maybe I, it's the pure innocence of the of the boys. Maybe they're protecting you. So yeah, they're like they are emitting some sort of light. Yeah, that's your, that's your protective angels have arrived. That's what it is. Yeah, they're like, well, it, you weren't big enough deal when it was just you. So yeah, right. now you have other people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I feel terrible that you have to go through that though. I'm glad it hasn't happened for a while. Yeah, me too. Now the other, well, you have. We have a couple more to go here. Labeled beckoning. This one is pretty cool, Mike. I mean, it, I, I say it's cool to Mike and Chloe's the one who had the experience, you know, and be freaked out yeah. by it. Um, would you care to share the beckoning story? Yeah, yeah that was the most recent one uh, from that email. It was a couple of weeks ago. Um, I was trying to get Oliver to go to bed. And he always complains about ghosts in his room and wolves howling in his room. And, um, and so just looking just for so something. Our, just so our listeners know, do you mind how old is Oliver now? He's two and a half. Two and a half. And he, yeah, so he just developed his, like today he wanted, he was telling me that he was a dragon and could fly. So he is like, imagination now has yeah. like triggered in his brain. Um but he always complains about ghosts and they're in his closet and um, wolves in his room. Mm-hmm. Wolves. Good Lord. Sorry. Wolves, not wolves. <laughs> hey, you know, your, your uncle, <laughs> you're better than your uncle Tony. He still says woofs. <laughs> so I was in the hallway looking for something and he would run out and, um, and he was complaining that there were ghosts in his, or no, he wasn't. He was just, he kept running out of his room and he didn't want to be in his room. And he was talking about wolves. And so I would bring him back into his room and show him that the shadows that were from his ceiling fan were not real wolves. They were just shadows and all that jazz. And then this, the final time that he came running out of his room, he, he was like shaking and he, you might have to look, I, because now I'm forgetting if he said ghost. Let's see. You have here. It says, last night after bringing him back to his room and explaining to him, like you just said, that the shadow on the ceiling is from a ceiling fan, not a wolf. He came sprinting out of, his, out of his room while I was in the hallway looking for something, grabbed me and said, Mom, ghost. Yeah. And because um, other times he says monster. But yeah, he, he was mm. shaking and he grabbed me and he looked me and he was so serious. And he said, Mom, ghost. And I was like, all right, let's go. You're sleeping with us. And so <laughs> let's go. I walked in, walked into his room, turned his light on, grabbed his stuff, went back in there. And then I was still looking for whatever I was looking for. It was like a charger. And I was walking towards the other closet in the hallway right across from his room. And I just saw an arm go like this. Mm. And it was coming from, so I'm, there's a doorway. And then it opens up into the rest of the room. And the closet is on the same wall as the doorway. And so where that arm would have came from is where the closet's at. And mm. it was just some, it was a, a left arm. So if a body was pressed up against the wall and the arm was just into the doorway and it was going like this. And, and I just turned around and went into the bedroom and said, hey, Riley, guess what I just saw? <laughs> Did it look like a, like a totally uh, uh, detailed arm or was it like a shadow or anything? Or? No, it was, a, it was an arm. Like okay. it was a person. And um, yeah, it wasn't a shadow, but it was so weird because it felt like it was void of color. Mm, I was just going to ask, like when you said it looked like an arm, so it wasn't like it wasn't like black or shadowy in nature. 
No. Okay. But that, they have like it, a tint to it, it at all or something maybe or I don't it's so hard to explain. It it just felt like something that was like taken from something else and put there like i can't explain it okay. but it didn't have color so it, it didn't look like it was from this does that make any sense well well yeah we're <laughs> we're walking through this here so was it off was it like elevated like three four five feet off the ground did, like it, it was if if it was on a body, it was of someone who is a little shorter than I am. So okay. it was at the height like where of where an arm could be if it was someone who was like five. It wasn't me. Five. It <laughs> I wasn't was there. not you. <laughs> I was not in the closet. Because I didn't go Patrick yeah, exactly. get out of my room. <laughs> you would uh you would have only been about uh Shut like, up, you know just be quiet. Never, okay, Stop. never mind. I, I'll quit with that. <laughs> so i mean and it was just so the listeners know when you say it was going the arm motion was like this it is like you said like it was beckoning you imagine someone yeah. going like hey come here you know move and you that's know, exactly what it is. yeah the motion you do with your arm when you're t waving someone over to come to you right yeah, and it was know, only one wave and, and that's strange because like when you're talking about the mimicking thing and uh uh it almost seemed like when you would hear your name being called or whatever in one place, then you'd hear it again. It's almost like it was trying to, could it possibly have been trying to lead you to where you were hearing that voice coming from, you know, and then yeah. like this, like this beckoning, like come it's this like, way. It's all like a beckoning. It, yeah. yeah. Is it, <laughs> you wonder if it's so like, come, come here. Die. No, no, no. <laughs> so it's like, you know, come here, uh, you know, yeah. uh, like maybe, hey, we got this cool wacky portal right here. Come take a look. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, no, thanks. But, but things like this happen in different houses and different locations. It's not just one, one place. It's like, as it ha it's been, uh, since you were a little girl, actually, I mean, it's been your, kind of a lifetime thing yeah basically. and and like things have happened to riley and i like in in cars like driving places we both were pulling into babbitt and we and we saw a hand go right in between us and go like this what and and pull back so what i'm wiggling my fingers for listeners <laughs> <laughs> so a hand went in between us both and we looked at each other and screamed we both screamed and i like pushed on the gas, pulled back into the house and we got out and I said, what did you see? And he did that motion. And I was like, that's exactly what I saw. And that's what I, Whoa. that's the exact type of arm was that it was not a shadow. It was a hand, but it didn't, it was like void of color. So that like one was like from a black and white movie, that one right there, I asked, I'm not going to lie, Chloe. I got like chills when you said that for some reason, cause I, I hadn't heard this before. This was, this is a yeah. new one. Um, some, wow. It's, it's, it's almost like you got like an attachment going on there too. That's exactly what was going through my mind a couple minutes ago. You know, is this an attachment or, you know, it's, it's not a location. It's not a, no. a, a structure thing. It's this, this is you. I mean, you, yeah. you need to do some research and some studying, some meditation. Uh, you know, you know what I would suggest in that room where you're at, do some uh, sensory deprivation Oh gosh, 
Yeah, Mike's a fan of sensory deprivation since the Sally House experience. That's <laughs> yeah. for sure. Um, you might be surprised. Yeah, it's scary. No, just go to your local Walmart like Mike did. Yeah, well, the Walmart in Kansas, and uh, yeah, <laughs> and um, you know, he, apparently he, he, well, not apparently he did. He found like the perfect sleep mask that just worked like a charm. And, yeah, it's like the ones you see on the like the travel channel shows and everything yeah. that they use. Yep. <laughs> and I was standing there waiting for you because you were looking for something, and then I w- I had said, "Well, I got to find this mask somewhere." I was standing right by. He it. was standing right by. You didn't and, have to and look didn't at even all. know it. <laughs> You know, uh, another, cool. another thing that has popped in my mind, Chloe, about, um, you know, possibly maybe this is centering, centering around you in general and maybe why that room seems like a hot spot is, well, I mean, think about when you're, what, what is your safe place when you're a kid? You know, what is the most important place when you're in your house, when yeah. you're a child, it's your room, you know, that's yeah. your sanctuary. That's where you go away that, you know, to get away from people. You mean it's not behind the garbage cans in the yard? It isn't anymore. Not for you, Mike. <laughs> oh, no, I've been doing it wrong. Yeah, sorry. Sorry no, about anyway, that. Go ahead. Mine is the bathroom, but that's a whole okay, other yeah. story. Yeah. Somewhere in the cellar under the stairs. Somewhere in the cellar. So I'm wondering, little... you know, if, uh, if like, and this is pure conjecture and we, we, we don't know. You know that. So, you know, we're just, hopefully these are fairly educated guesses. I, I'm thinking that this is more revolved, centered around you. And you're, yep. you're kind of turning that room into this quote unquote hot spot. I'm doing the air quotes like you did, you know, and there's, there's something special going on there when it comes to Clarissa Marie. And, yeah, and there's a lot take, going on there and, and, and it needs yeah. to be figured out and learned and used to the best of its ability. And that's crazy though. That, like I said, I honestly got chills when you said that, how you asked Riley immediately without saying what you saw, you asked him what he yeah. saw. And it was like this little, Whoo! I mean, again, great verification of, of what happened. Yeah. And, yeah. and randomly one of us will do that to the other person. And like, I'll, I just did that to Riley not too long ago. And he just went, Whoo! Yeah. <laughs> brings back memories. Yeah. It was scary. I'd never screamed I can like imagine. from something just scaring me. It was, I would have thought it was that, awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, Mike, we oh, know I, you would have thought it was I awesome. wish it would happen. <laughs> and I do want to apologize for about like five minutes ago when I my high-pitched, squealy voice, my immediate reaction to uh, Chloe. I, I apologize to our listeners. They're, they're all like rubbing their eardrums right now if they can. But uh, yeah. uh, I am 46 years old, but I still come across as a five-year-old every now and then. Yeah, apparently. Patrick does that at times. It's like a, like a, a release for me. <laughs> Kind of do this little squeal once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Well, what can you do? I, I can make worse noises. Now, the final one you have in this email is—I don't know if it's my favorite. All these are awesome, but this kind of tripped me out. The sharing dreams aspect. Oh, I've forgotten about that. Yeah. yeah. This is uh, this is pretty. Do you need a, a walk-in introduction to how you started it, or can you? Do you remember how, or how you want to start? It, that is about Savannah and Lane, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, so that's my sister Savannah and Lane, the same um, boy from the other story. They used to share dreams, not like they would have the same dream, but they would be in dreams with one another. Yeah. Mm. So the first time that we found out that this was happening um, was Savannah comes down the stairs and 
Elaine is little again. He's older than he was in the first story, but he's still small. Mm -hmm. And she comes down the stairs and goes, gosh, I had the weirdest, weirdest feeling dream where I was on top of this big building and I was just looking for someone. And Lane and my mom's eyes just get giant. <laughs> and um, Lane, I don't remember if Lane says it or if my mom says it, but um, does it say it? Did I say if Lane or my mom says? Uh, you say, yeah, when Savannah comes running down the stairs, she said, man, I had the weirdest dream. I was on top of a roof of a tall building and I was looking for someone, but I could not figure out how to get off the roof. Then yeah. you go on, you say, Lane and my mom's eyes widened as they told, as they told her. And what did yeah, they tell that her? Lane that same night had a dream that he was in this building with a bunch of doors and he was trying to figure out how to get onto the roof. Yes. <laughs> because like he was looking for someone. And um, so obviously we go, you guys were looking for each other. Yep. And you guys were trying to find each other. And they had, I don't know how many more I would have to ask her, and I wish I would have, uh, dreams where then they knew it was each other because they kind of became a little more conscious while they were sleeping and they knew they were trying to find each other, but they never ended up being able to find each other. Yeah, you wrote here that, you know, after you said Lane and my mom's eyes widened as they told her that that same night Lane had a dream that he was in a building with many doors and long hallways trying to to get to Savannah, who was stuck on the roof. Oh, yeah, he did say Savannah. <laughs> yeah, so... Man. That, they, yeah, and that happened multiple, multiple more times. And I think Lane is kind of similar to me, though, because he's had some weird experiences. Like, he remembers the first time where he gained consciousness, like, as a child. Oh, my gosh. What? Isn't that terrifying sounding? He remembers walking is up the basement alien? steps. <laughs> I don't know. He might be, but he remembers walking up the basement steps and recognizing all of our family members and no but not knowing why he was so so familiar and then like thinking i am a person but not recognizing why he didn't remember he was a person before this and wow. so he's like that's like when i gained consciousness as a person like he remembers that as from that's his first memory like as a child that's amazing for that to happen yeah, so I, he has he has to be coming from somewhere you know that to me that's like a very uh uh excellent example of you know we are existing before we're yeah, born you know he used to tell us stories of his past life mm -hmm. i don't remember what they were but he vivid stories of his past life so i'm assuming that's when his soul like finally dropped his past life and let him move on to this next one but so that's why i think he's similar to me in that sense man what the heck's going on in that family over there chloe that's yeah, it's it's these dreams, it's like uh, dimensional traveling. I, you know, that's like the, yeah. the word that I can put on it, or what it feels like to me. You know, it's like, uh, you know, you know, trying to find each other, knowing that you know, in that other dimension, you know where you're at and everything. And but when you visit that other dimension, trying to figure it out as you go and everything, and you it's know, like they were having each other. It's like they were having simultaneous like astral projection. You know, it's like they were. That's the, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what um, my mom used to call it because she used to when she was younger, actually try to do that with her dad, I think. Oh, awesome. And, yeah. I didn't. And know so that. she never heard that. So she said, oh, that's what you guys are doing. Like you <laughs> are projecting into each other's dreams or whatever. Wow. Have you ever had something like that happen, Mike? Have you ever shared a dream of any any sort that you can remember? 
Well, I don't remember the dream, yeah. uh, but I do remember waking up laughing. Um, it was just like a, like an afternoon nap, just laying there napping. And, and I remember both of us waking up at the same time and we were both laughing and, uh, and we just woke up and looked at each other and said, well, that was really cool. <laughs> just, but yeah. I have no idea what the dream was or what it was. I mean, it was like something, but you know, it didn't, uh, follow me into the waking, you know, I, I couldn't remember what happened, but whatever it was, it was funny. It was, uh, we were laughing and, and it was really cool. Was it, I guess. Was a ghost tickling your feet? Both of your, all four of your feet? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That, unfortunately, I, but it, if yeah. I've experienced something like that, I don't remember at all, but that's that's pretty cool. I, 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 when I read that, Chloe, I was like, that's pretty darn neat. I like that story. Yeah. Now, have you experienced anything like that, Chloe, or has it just been like what Savannah and Lane have experienced? Um, That is just with Savannah and Lane. I've never had um, a dream simultaneously with anyone my mom mm-hmm. and i have had the exact same dreams but sometimes i don't know it like sometimes that's common for people to have similar dreams um oh, sure sure uh but i i've always been able to i know when i'm dreaming like i'm conscious when i'm dreaming so i'm able to like do whatever i want oh i would love to be able to do that i've always wanted to never been able to yeah and it's an amazing um, thing it is super cool, except for sometimes I think I'm actually like reliving some memory of a different me because I try to change it. And everyone just looks at me and goes, what are you doing? <laughs> like, this isn't right. And it's like, oh, God, what's happening? Oh, my gosh. And then I wake up because it freaks me out. It's like you're not supposed to mm. alter this. You're not supposed to alter the, you yeah. know, the, the space time yeah. continuum, you know. <laughs> right. Like it. It's it's crazy because sometimes it's fine and I get to change whatever I want. And then other times I try and it's like everyone looks at me and they're like, you're doing it wrong. I'm like, oh, geez. You know, there's this is kind of kind of on a different path altogether. But another thought that just popped in my brain, thinking about all the stuff that you and your family, you know, experience, Chloe, you know, and you guys are such a tight knit family. I mean, you are I, you guys all. You're basically one soul, in my opinion here. And when I brought, when I say that, yeah, there's there's theories out there that's like um, past lives uh, could involve you. You are interacting with the same souls every existence that you have, but in different forms. Not necessarily a, like Lane wouldn't necessarily be your brother in another past life. Yeah. He'd be connected yeah, yeah. some other some other manner. And I'm, you know, that's that's what just popped in my brain is that you guys are just forever this you are this spiritual unit and you are all experiencing this stuff together. Yeah. Yeah. Like if we've done it so many times that it's now easy or it's kind of like a part of like that string theory where we're all connected. Everything, every living thing is connected. Just Mm -hmm. your, your people. And like, I think a lot of people like call it your soulmate or whatever. You just have strings that are much shorter to certain people. So it's just easier for those like to weave in and out of yeah. like laws that we think aren't supposed to happen mm-hmm. when your string physics. is so short. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it bends like what we understand of physics just because our strings mm-hmm. are just so much shorter to these people. Hmm. I like that. I specialize in the string cheese theory. Yeah. Right. 
Uh, yeah. that's, that's what I was thinking. That's of. what you're thinking. I kind of gravitate towards twine myself. <laughs> mm. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's very specific about it. He's very particular about his twine. Yeah. Bad joke. Nah, mine not any worse than mine. So we have to get the bad jokes out of there. So. Well, you know, Chloe, this has gone on for uh, an hour now. This has been awesome. I know, I'm so sorry. Oh, hell no. I'm saying that as a good thing. That's a oh, good thing. It is a good thing, yeah. But I, I You're taking up too much of our yeah. time. <laughs> no. No, this but is But I think you need I think you really great. need to, Yeah, it has. You really need to uh do some deep searching research on yourself and deep into your soul because you've got a lot going on that uh you need to kind of um uh grasp onto and maybe help you you know clear things up for you add a little clarity yeah. what's going on you know it won't make you won't make you worry that you're losing your mind because you're not yeah <laughs> you're not uh, the only one that has you know a lot of things like this go but yeah happens now um chloe can't thank you enough we'll let you go um we're going to wrap up the show here um as we mentioned at the beginning of the show mike and i you know we talked about our Weird video anomaly. Well, weird anomaly. I was captured on video on Mike's uh, television set. There, the reflecting reflection that is still inexplicable. Um, we'd love for you guys to go check that out. Uh, give us your feedback. What do you think it is? Uh, we can't figure it out for a life of us. Um, check out the Patreon page. Available only there, exclusively on Patreon, including all of our Patreon episodes. All sorts of wonderful. Video audio clip of clips of Mike and I running around in our underwear in cemeteries and all stuff like that. Mike yawning and rubbing his belly at the same time, <laughs> and uh, it's it's all worth it. It's so it is. so worth it. It is worth it. Yeah. So <laughs> we have fun. We hope everybody else does too. And I forgot my uh, my my proper sound off uh, thing, so I'll I'll have to mimic it again. Uh, my Inspector Kemp Kemp. My Inspector <laughs> yeah. Kemp. Sign off. No, thank he knows right where it's at. He just likes to do it himself. Yeah, I, well, no, I, I wish I did. But again, big thanks to you. You do it well, Chloe. though. You do it well, though. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, Big thanks to you again, Chloe. Thank this has guys. been a blast. Um, I hope you had a good time. You're more than welcome to come on the show anytime you want. Uh, let us know if any other weird, wacky stuff that happens. But everybody, thank you so much. Until we're up again. Peace out. 